Welcome to Lost in Menstruation, the podcast with Gemma Barry from the Well Woman Project, the podcast that talks about women's health. Hey you gorgeous lot, it's Gemma Barry from the Well Woman Project. I am back with another episode of Lost in Menstruation. Woohoo! It's April still and we're following on with adenoimosis month. Um, so, so far this month we've looked at what that actually is because not many people know what endometriosis is, let alone that fucker. Uh, so yeah, we've delved into, um, what it is, symptoms and treatments and stuff for that. Uh, last week I looked at herbal side of things and how that can help with, uh, the condition. And this week we're going to be looking at, um lifestyle shifts toxins and diet and stuff like that now i will say that what i'm about to do is lift the lid on pandora's box for a lot of people um and i'm not going to apologize for that because this is really really important like so important not just for people who have periods right this is important for everybody uh, and it is a massive concern um now i don't want to like stress anyone out or make anyone think oh my god but it is important that we are a little bit aware of all of this stuff and know that just by doing a few tweaks can make a massive massive difference the reason that this is important is because there are ways in which our endocrine system can get overloaded. Basically, if um, our endocrine system is so sensitive to so many different things and we are constantly bombarded with so many different things, right? And that's physically and mentally and, you know, through our diet and all of that kind of thing as well. So this is looking at the whole and not just breaking that down into segments, which is my biggest beef when it comes to medicine, basically, because it's broken everything down into different segments. And I understand why that happens and people get really, like specialized in things but what happens then when we become so laser focused into one area is that we forget to look at the corresponding parts of our body because our bodies don't just work like one bit's working the other bit's not working like that isn't how it is it, our, our body is responding to everything that is going on and like me now sat here my body is calibrating and it's balancing everything out, you know, and it's that's happening without my even knowledge of it. Uh, and it is happening with my knowledge too, right? So our bodies are smart. They're really, really clever and they do way more than we can ever comprehend. Now, mentally, our mind frames and, uh, you know, what we talk to ourselves about and what we put into our bodies is a big freaking deal because our mindset and how we believe things to be and how we be perceive things to be makes a massive difference to our own health. Um, if 
And this isn't to say that we need to have that toxic positivity of like, oh, everything's fine. And then really what we're doing is just not looking at what isn't fine. It's about embracing all of it. And that is the rough with the smooth, you know, it's acknowledging the light and the dark of ourselves. And it's acknowledging the... I don't really want to say the good and the bad times because I don't believe there are kind of good and bad emotions. There are just reactions to things and it's understanding and being able to process those as a whole is really, really important because we're humans after all, you know, and humans feel an array of an, of emotions and those feelings aren't wrong. They're not good. They're not bad. They are just what they are. Anger isn't a bad emotion, you know, like if you get angry at something, generally change happens, generally, um, you know, there's a movement towards changing maybe your behavioural patterns or your relationship or your eating habits or your exercise plan or anything, you know, and uh, it, it can be actually a really positive thing to happen. And when anger is... Um, kind of coming up for for us it can be like a really truthful thing it's it and it gets such a bad rap and obviously there are times when anger gets out of control and it's you know frightfully scary and hideous but that isn't that is a different kind of thing altogether uh but when we're able to really kind of look at ourselves and um and understand more about ourselves uh, that is like a really interesting place to be and uh, a lot of the work that I do with people is you know partly that and having this kind of mindful presence about what is going on for us and um, maybe what we're resisting or what we're holding on to or all of that kind of thing because it all plays a big part in the whole of treating um period problems believe it or not so yeah how we um what we put into ourselves mentally is is a really um is a really big deal and social media I don't make any bones about covering this up I have a massive love-hate relationship with um technology is not really something I shine towards shall we say I'd much rather be out in the garden be out in nature um you know doing things hands-on than I am with computers they drive me up the fucking wall uh, I am as impressed as you might well be that I'm even managing to do this right now so um being mindful about what we put in our bodies um through social media and through things like the news and all of that really uh, does play a massive part on our mental health and well-being and you might well be thinking to yourself but I've tuned into this gem to find out about adenomyosis what the fuck are you doing talking about social media in the news well I will tell you thanks for asking the reason this is a big deal is because stress is like one of the biggest nightmares when it comes to our um, hormones uh, and that's not just our like estrogen and progesterone and our reproductive hormones that is all hormones okay stress affects all of our body end of story it in a, a negative way mostly I mean we have stress if, if we're doing exercise and stuff and we get those like bursts of stress or if we're running away from something like that's what it's for but all of us are living with you know a moderate level of stress all the time uh, and it's because our, our 
brains just aren't made to cope with the amount of information that is thrown at us every fucking second like it is a torrent of you know banal sometimes funny sometimes horrifically scary and very frightening information that gets hurled to us um and we might not notice that straight away but it starts to build and what happens is that when we're in this kind of nightmarish shitstorm um we're squeezing our adrenals which are part of our adrenaline and cortisol and this will then be affecting everything it'll be affecting our sleep it'll be affecting how our body repairs itself and it will be affecting how it also eliminates things out of our system because it affects our gut stress we all understand that whole butterflies in the stomach well stress affects our gut like no other so uh yeah what kind of stuff we're putting in mentally is is a really big deal and so things like that we never want to hear about you know well i roll till kingdom come when someone's like oh yoga's amazing or i meditate all the time Uh, i meditate every day and i don't say that to be a jackass or to make myself look better than anyone else i do it because i fucking have to i don't sit down on a cushion shut my eyes concentrate on my breathing and try to dial down the noise in my head like i'd fucking go insane end of story i've done it for many years um and it has helped me through lots of different uh situations and i would be absolutely lost without it sometimes i sit for five minutes sometimes i sit for 60 minutes you know like i've no set pattern I don't have anywhere particularly where I do it. I could do it out on a dog walk. I could do it in my zen zen den. I could do it in bed. Like, it doesn't have to look pretty. It doesn't have to look Instagram worthy. It just has to happen. Um, And the same kind of thing with, like, exercise and yoga and things like that. Anything that helps to reduce our stress levels is a really, really good thing to do. Um, And in these times of pandemic uh we can all start to feel like caged animals and we can really feel the benefits of not being able to have that freedom to do the things that we want to do and that's why like people setting up stuff online um is so so important that it keeps us motivated and it keeps us connected to that thing and it stops us going fucking insane um so yeah mentally what we put into our our bodies is really really important and then we have um external factors so we've got like diet this kind of conversation is always so funny because it's just like everybody fucking knows this everybody knows it i'm not telling you anything that you don't already know yourself right now but it doesn't matter that we know it we still all need reminding about it you know um but a diet is also really important and i don't know about you but uh since pandemic broke like the first week all i wanted to do was eat bread eat carbs eat cake crumble uh you know sod apples i don't want to eat any apples i don't want to eat any fruit i don't want to eat anything goodness i just want rice lentils carbs like load it up baby that's what i want in now the reason it's called comfort food is because what happens is when you eat that kind of um food that really heavy carby food is it sates your nervous system it makes you feel calmer because when you feel full you're uh, you know you're surviving you feel better so there isn't 
it doesn't take a you know neuroscientist to figure out like <laughs> why we've all gone a little bit batshit crazy with the carbs um I'm now feeling like I've overdone it and uh, I need to get back to the way that I normally eat and, you know, it all kind of uh, evens itself out. But, yeah, for a while there, it gets a little bit hairy-scary with um, needing to find ways in which to outlet all of this stuff. But diet is, um, is a massive part of any kind of healing system, no matter what we're kind of looking at. doesn't matter if it's adenomyosis, endometriosis, if we're looking at um, eczema or asthma or uh, just plain old shit periods, like whatever the hell it is that we're trying to address in our body, then food is going to be a big, big part of this. Um, The reason being is that we need to know that our food is is you know clean and is as germ free and pesticide free as possible okay now um i'm not about to tell you that you need to go vegan or that you need to eat paleo or uh anything crazy like that right a diet needs to be varied and it needs to be food that you can pronounce if you're looking at the back of a packet and you don't know how to pronounce any of the stuff on the back of that packet then i'm telling you that that isn't food basically you need to be able to look at it read it and think yeah i know what those things are and then you make a decision on whether you uh want to continue eating the those foods There are certain food groups that are very inflammatory in our body. Sugar is one of those and is also highly addictive. It's up there with like cocaine. Um, And gluten, wheats and dairy are also really, really inflammatory. Um, Most of us would find um, a benefit from greatly reducing those three food groups. And... uh, you know that's not to say we all have to rush out and find alternatives but if you do eat dairy then buying organic is really important because it's reducing the um, amount of pesticides and stuff that we're eating and hormones because all cattle is given hormones and antibiotics and um if they're fed on grass and stuff that is treated with pesticides then that is also being ingested and then we are eating their products so it's really important that you um are aware of the like the chain of events that happens in your food same goes for meat if you eat meat um and also for your fruit and vegetables where you can um it is good to invest in buying organic because it just strips away Um, a big load of like gubbins that your body is having to contend with Uh, and also in terms of products and stuff that we use as well um, now the collective term for what I'm talking about uh, is phytoestrogens and xenoestrogens and what these are are Um, endocrine disruptors they are things that derive either naturally through our food or through products that we buy and consume um, that bugger up our endocrine system basically and uh, are quite directly responsible for um, certainly women but also you know men and women all of us um, for having disruption in our um, reproductive organs and uh so products and stuff that we use so things like 
cleaning products and makeup and um, personal care products and stuff. Again, these can be loaded with um, things that aren't helpful to our systems and it starts to overload our systems. There's a really amazing app called Think Dirty um, which you can uh, put your products in so like anything that you shampoos conditioners all that kind of stuff uh, and you can see how clean they are um, it is very surprising and not in a good way um, so what all this stuff means is that uh, we are bombarded left right and center with loads and loads and loads of um, endocrine disrupting toxins and stuff and uh, it becomes very difficult for our system to see the wood for the trees and it becomes overloaded and this is why we're seeing you know much higher rates of um, women with uh, estrogen dominance problems um, and uh, again one of the um, ways in which I work with women is to help weed these things out and um yeah make you know decent swaps for swapping things taking things out and swapping things back in because it can be massively overwhelming one of the biggest things i um talk to women about is their period products i hate the word sanitary products because it makes it sound like it's unsanitary like your period is dirty <clears throat> which it absolutely is not so I prefer period products and I urge you to say the same thing um but yes yeah, switching those out from commercial products is a really like game changer so if you take anything away from what I'm talking to you about today then let this be the thing because um switching to reusable products is definitely a winning move not just for yourselves but for the environment but if that like just freaks you out too much, then please switch to organic cotton uh, disposable pads. There are a lot available nowadays and I know they're not as cheap as maybe the commercial or supermarket owned brands. But I tell you what, your body will be so fucking thankful that you have stopped sitting on toxic cushions for five days every month. Because your um, your labia, your vulva, your vagina is all made of very thin skin and that just sucks that stuff right up into your system. Um, every single woman I've ever talked to about this who's taken the leap, who's changed her period products, have found a marked difference in her period and her pain levels and her flow so I don't know that speaks for itself to me um, it was one of the first things I ever did was change my um, period products and it made a massive difference to my cycle so yeah if you take nothing else away then please do that for me so um, if there is anything, any questions or anything that come up from what I've been chit-chatting about uh, today, please do drop me an email or um, you can DM me on the socials. Uh, I'm always happy to chat about this kind of stuff. Uh, but I hope this has been helpful and switched on a few light bulbs for you. Um, and I will see you guys very soon. All right, my loves, you take care. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please come and find me on the socials. Facebook page, The Well Woman Project. Instagram, Well Woman Project. And my website, thewellwomanproject.com.